Welcome, friends of the universe. We are Soul Women. We are three 20-something-year-old women working towards growing and learning in our spirituality and life practices daily. We have come together to talk all things adulting, learning more deeply about our own souls as well as others, and to give healthy insight on how to live a life of wellness. We work together to have relatable conversations and hope to help promote a lifestyle of inner peace while also maintaining our unique life perspectives and advice. So let's get started. Who's excited to be back on the Soul Women podcast? So excited! We are coming back and we have so many episodes that we have to share with you. We do. So So many many topics to cover. So many topics, so many ideas. Almost an overwhelming amount, as usual. (laughs) (laughs) It's a busy summer, okay? We've been doing a lot. Yeah. Maybe we'll just recap you real quick, even though we've been posting on our Instagram, which if you don't follow... Why aren't you following it? Follow yeah. for updates. I mean, we don't take it too personally, but like, no, we come do. follow us. We do. But follow <laughs> us. <laughs> Please. Um, so we've all been in different cities all summer. That's been apparent, or at least we've been posting about that. Yeah. And so... We <laughs> Codependency. Have, yeah. That's why bit. we've been posting This is the first time it. that we've been together in a long time, and you you can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely. can feel it in the room. There are like so many times where we stop, and I'm like, I'm so happy to be back with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My ladies. My girls. Yeah, it makes us super happy. Yeah. But also, we just have so many different things that we want to share with you from our journeys this summer so far, because we took about a two-month hiatus, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I think you girls should talk to us about what you've been doing. It felt so much longer than two months. Yeah, it felt like it was like years. It felt like a year. Yeah, I think everything that that we've been through this summer, too, it'll really speak into why we're choosing to talk about what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of our journeys will come through as we talk about it more, too. But, Definitely. Um, Andy, do you want to talk about what we're talking about today? Well, we decided that we really want to stick to a topic that we all feel comfortable with and know quite a bit about through our own personal experiences, as always. That's our own that we personal experiences. Yes. But, um, yeah, just... A lot to do with our minds, our mind power, the stories we tell ourselves, and how we can use our mind to basically manifest a better future for ourselves. Um, really, anything, is everything. Yeah, it's yeah. like your greatest power, and I think it's it's like a hidden power that people don't even realize they have. And I'm like, you could have it if you want it. You just have to manifest it's like, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is literally manifestation is the power of attraction. Yeah, basically, it's like the law of attraction. For yeah, those definitely. Of you that feel more comfortable calling it something yeah. else too. They're interchangeable. Aren't yeah, they? Mm-hmm. I think they are. Yeah. But it goes beyond just like positive thinking, because obviously that's important. But there's actions that need to be taken, yeah. and there's daily routines that need to be established. Yeah. I honestly and think it has to be part of a habit that you do on a daily basis mm-hmm. on the most microscopic of level levels in our daily life mm-hmm. yeah so maybe we could talk a little bit about how our routines have been slightly thrown off this summer because i think we've all so kind of experienced well. that yeah and how we've kind of <laughs> dealt with like keeping ourselves aligned and growing through the not so normal yeah. routines through the stories that we tell ourselves oh okay yeah mine's mine's pretty easy um <clears throat> I moved out of state to earn my 200 
our yoga. She's cheesing. She's so proud. We're so proud proud of her. her. I just want to hear more about it. I love it. <laughs> no, it's, it's been a dream of mine for almost eight years to get my certification. Um, and I was lucky enough to get it at a studio that I absolutely adore everything that they're embodying. And so I just feel so grateful I even got to do it there. It was it like a 28-day immersion um, program, which is it's just... insane. Yeah, it's just one of the ways that some programs are. But it's basically an eight to five day it's really like compacted yeah and like with a lot of classes and tests and And hands-on assisting observing classes um but it ended up being like 12 hours a day I was there a lot longer than I probably should have been like a lot of instructors (laughs) would be like mom you really didn't even need a house you gotta go home yeah yeah so I've been I moved to do that and I just finished in the middle of July so I've just been reaping the benefits of that yeah. right now and kind of figuring out my next step. Yeah. So. And how do you feel that manifesting in like the stories that you tell yourself? Because obviously like I think oh we've all gosh. experienced it where we've been in, you know, not not exactly the most normal of situations yeah. this summer and we've found ourselves in these places of just feeling out of our element mm-hmm. and how did you deal with that and how did oh you... God. How did you control the stories and like how you told the stories to yourself? Yeah, such a good question. Um, to go off the yoga program, because basically that was my summer. Um, there were a lot of times, because it was just so much information, I was learning so much. I was meeting so many instructors and you see how great they are and see how well put their practices are. And, and then hear that they've been doing it for like 20 years. It's kind of a stressful thing for you because you realize that this isn't just something that is going to happen overnight, um, yeah. which I, I guess for some reason I was like, oh, I'm just, I just instruct and people come. But it's like, no, there's so much more <laughs> to that than just that. And um, Well, think of when you choose to go to a yoga class and you're like, oh my gosh, I loved that teacher. I'm yes, going every time. Every time. Yeah. Every time you talk about or the instructor. Or if you somebody that you don't like to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. You pick up on the mannerisms. Like, this vibe like. isn't right for me. And that yeah. is to say, too, like, there is no good or bad yoga teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just everyone needs just, something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, totally. That's why... It's kind of like so how many some people hate yoga and they're like, I just want to be bodybuilding. And I'm like, do, do whatever you need. Yeah, Whatever exactly. you want. It's not my cup of tea, we but all it should be different. your cup of coffee. Yeah. yeah, so I think during that, I there were a lot of times where I second-guessed myself because... It's intimidating. It is intimidating. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are older and just seem well. Just like they just have it together and mm-hmm. I'm coming in freshly such a mess I love it I love being a mess freshly right now, such a mess freshly such a mess story <laughs> of my life so bad and um so going in there and them watching you and even telling you that you can do it is almost stressful too because it's like someone yeah. you look, look up to is telling you like you can do this and you're like but can I like you're like second guessing yourself so I think that was a big thing that I had to do with like what I was t- what, what I was talk like telling myself was being able to understand that I'm going to have to work hard to get to where I am, but it's so reachable. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. I'll get where I want to be. 
Um, but I do have to put in the work kind of thing and being able to be present with that, I think has helped a lot with my manifestations. Um, I don't know. I think there's a stigma between what manifestation is and a lot of people who are uneducated about it believe that it's like, oh, you think it and then it comes to you. Like you attract it. And it's like, no, that's Mm -hmm. like you put it out in the universe you make those moves and it's just like an easier natural manifest it every yeah. day. I know. But so, you do have to obviously like actions and thoughts are both important because yeah, like but what they you have were to doing is yeah. you were basically saying that originally the story you had for yourself was that you didn't know if you could do it even though other people were telling you you could and then yeah. you changed that thought process into like, nope, I believe I can do this. Yep. And then that does help, obviously, to yeah. get the motivation mm-hmm. to yep. do the action to is to say, it. like, I know I can do this. Yeah. I know that it's attainable and that yeah. other people, or at least something that works well for me is saying that I know other people have had the same struggle and they've overcome it. So why can't I? Yeah. And yeah. So I think for that, that's just kind of how I use manifestation this summer to honestly, like, just get through the program mm-hmm. and... Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of... It's amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do that because think of anyone out there who's trying to do like a 21-day program for working out or like a 21-day eating program. Like this is like 28 days where she couldn't be like, oh, I don't feel like going today. Yeah. Like (laughs) it's to show up. Yeah, all intensive too. And I think that's the amazing part that always like wowed me. Yeah, it's a lot. We did a lot. We were learning Sanskrit. Like we were, and like I remember a time where you were like, like, like somebody left the class today. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I feel like that is totally a testament to how you went through your program, and you were like, you know, I'm super stressed, and I have all these things on me, but you know, I know it's gonna be okay. I know that mm-hmm. I, I know that I can get through this, and just because, you know, just because that other person yeah. didn't do it and they chose to kind of quit. You took it into your own power to mm-hmm. say, you know, I'm going to do this. I think when you want mm-hmm. something enough, too, you have to kind of consider, like, temporary pain for long-term yeah. gain. Like, yeah. you know, it's wor- that's what makes it worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, like, keep repeating that in your head. Like, it will be over eventually. And right. And that was... It'll be worth it. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. definitely... Except it was weird with the program. Um, side note. I never wanted it to end. I was, like, terrified when we graduated. I was like, wait, can I do it again? Can you, like, fail me so I have to come back? (laughs) No, I think that's that's so important, though. And so many people don't realize that they're already capable of the things that they're trying to bring into their life. And all of a sudden, it's like you could want it so bad, and you do every step to get there. And you finally get to the point where you're about to take that opportunity into your hands and you doubt yourself. And I yeah. feel like it's just like human nature to be like, oh, but err on the side of caution. Can you do this? Should you do this? Are you going to get heartbroken? Is it going to yeah. cause you like any emotional pain? And people pull away from pain. And what I always say is like, you have to lean into that. Yeah. And so instead of saying, oh, I'm scared to do this because I don't think that I'm capable of doing this. I'm going to make a fool out of myself. People are going to judge me. People are going to, you know, I'm going to be embarrassed. Whatever it is, stopping yourself, taking a deep breath and saying, you know what, I know that everything I'm doing is what I'm planning for. Yeah. And I'm so capable of this. Yeah. Why, sh- why should I question what that, I'm already capable of? Yeah, and I feel like in summary, for my summer, because that's basically what you yeah. asked, my manifestation came with a lot of my own strength. Like I needed to manifest my own strength. 
my own ability for believing in myself and my skills and talents. And so that's definitely what I did. Because you're so talented. Thanks, guys. Yes. (laughs) Hopefully she just needs a nice little soul woman yoga retreat tonight. Um, Oh, we should just do that in general. I think we should. (laughs) Teach us a class. You do need to absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear Callie's little ideas, little thoughts and ideas. There are a lot of changes that happened this summer, Mm -hmm. and a lot of things that required a lot of patience and reflecting (laughs) on who I am as a person when I would feel certain emotions rise up and then. I just stop myself and be like, you know what? You're in like a huge transitional time right now. It's okay to be feeling this way. And you have to honor that in itself too. Especially in these transitions that I was going through. I was reflecting on my last years uh, through college and everything. Where I lived and how I had made that city a home for myself. And I felt really independent. I felt really strong. I felt more motivated than ever. And I felt like this, like, barreling truck that I was like, I can't be stopped. I can't be stopped. And then I moved into my parents' basement for two months because <laughs> before I move across the country, you know, I'm not going to pay rent somewhere for two months. I'm going to live in my parents' basement for free. And, you know, they'd hardly make me pay for groceries. So I wasn't really complaining. <laughs> and I was super grateful for, for all of that and having parents who would take me in to and just help me save more money. But it was hard moving into my parents' house and not feel like I had that independence anymore. It totally brings you back to childhood, for sure. It completely does. And you, the weird thing is, is that you're a totally different person coming back into your parents' house. And for me, it's like this five-year gap between when I lived there last to now. And, you know, it's, it's hard when I was becoming more introverted or I liked my time alone and I wouldn't really have time alone anymore. And I would be in, instead of in a room where I got so much natural sunlight at 6 a.m. waking me up, you know, giving me all the vitamin D that I needed. I was in a basement that had, you know, relatively zero light at all. And I could feel that in the morning and it was making me, you know, snooze the alarm and roll over and I don't do that. Mar knows that I don't usually no, do that. Never. She stayed overnight with me. <laughs> never. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm a person, I like getting up, I like getting going and I like my morning routine. And so when I wasn't getting that, it was, it was kind of frustrating and it felt like I had some of my power taken away and I couldn't really control that because I was, you know, I always had two roommates that wanted to hang out all the time. And, you know, mom, sorry if you're listening, and (laughs) we've talked about this, but you don't get a lot of your own space, it feels like. Mm -hmm. And that's how I knew that I I liked living by myself or I liked living with, you know, a few roommates who you can go in and out with and you can work really well Mm -hmm. with. Um, But a story that I was telling myself was that, you know, like I wasn't as motivated as I was before or I didn't have as many plans as I had before and that was a huge thing that I had to shift and I and I noticed it too I felt this weird urge to start journaling all the time and it's crazy now because I look back at my journal from two and a half months ago and I can see how frustrated I was and how anxious I felt to now where I've processed things and the stories that I've told myself have completely shifted and I literally owe it all to that for absolutely saving my soul because instead of saying I can't do this and 
I should be living in my parents' basement, yada, yada, you, whatever it is. I changed it to, you know, you're doing the smartest thing for not only your life, but this transition. You're doing the smartest thing to help you grow in your career because I took my doula training. I got to put the money that I saved from not having to pay for rent or groceries to my career and start doing my certifications for that. And Mm -hmm. when I'd be in moments of doubt, I would literally stop myself and say, take a deep breath. You are capable. You are smart. You are, you know... I'm doing my my I am statements to save me through the day. And there are times where I felt like I was using those coping mechanisms almost all day sometimes, but it was working. And that's what kept me sane. I never felt overly stressed or anxious. And I know that in past years, I probably would have gone down that road. Mm -hmm. But it's because of the stories that I associate with my life and the power that I give to those words you know, that's what, that's what got me through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when Callie's been talking about her different emotions with her move, it's like, she might have emotions on her face that show like, yeah, it's a little bit scary, but then she's immediately like, okay, but this is all the great things that's going to come from this experience. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, she's allowing herself to feel those emotions, but then she's speaking out what she wants from the situation. And I think a lot of people choose to complain like, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I'm afraid, it's going to be hard, this is going to be scary, I'm going to be alone, and those are big statements to put out into the universe, even if you're just talking about how you feel, and so I think that there's ways to turn those statements around, like, I'm excited to go towards something that I'm not familiar with, like, I'm excited to get familiar with unfamiliar, get comfortable with uncomfortable. I'm excited to let the day just flow as it's meant to flow. And I think that's where you give up some of your control. Yeah. In a great way, though, because you have to realize at the end of the day that you can't control everything and you can't get flustered or emotional every single time something doesn't go as you had planned it for. The more you let go of control, the more in control you become. Serious? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And it's so true. If you learn anything from this podcast, it's that. It is. The times that I have tried to be in control of situations in my life were, um, like, kind of the worst times mm-hmm. in yeah. my life. Like, the hardest and most frustrating from the minute that I was like, oh, this is a sign, or this is something the universe is doing for yeah. me. And relaxing and taking a seat back kind of thing. You um, trust it. Yeah. It, it was so, it's just so much calmer. Like... It's almost like it, it relieves a lot of anxiety that we believe as humans is like a natural instinct to have. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, and humans, we're naturally, you know, we want to avoid harm. We yeah. want to avoid pain and hurt. So I feel like to, to save our minds, you have to stop saying the negative things because otherwise you're just saying, yep, I'm choosing to let this hurt me. Yeah. I'm choosing to let myself go down these negative roads, even if... Those possibilities that you're talking about when people are like, oh, I hope this doesn't happen. What if I don't make friends? What if, what if, what if? What ifs? What ifs will take you a million freaking miles? What ifs is one of my biggest pet peeves. (sighs) When people do what if it works. (laughs) What if this? It's great. Oh, you mean in three months and we have no idea where we're going to be? (laughs) Exactly what Andy is saying. If people are saying those negative statements, I'm like, but what if it works? What if you just believe? that it will work and then if for some reason it doesn't 
you can learn from that situation, acknowledge whatever feelings that arise from there, and then keep moving forward. But you're not going to have to know if you have to deal with that or not until it happens. So why plan exactly, for the worst? You're yeah. basically putting yourself through something before, obviously, it's happening. So yeah. if you're doing negative what-ifs, you're living out that situation and giving yourself that anxiety and, like, harming yourself internally, essentially, because you're basically just putting yourself down or putting the situation down, expecting the worst, like Callie said. But then when it comes down to it, if you're going to do that, well, then it's 50% chance that it could also be positive. Like, it's 50-50. So if you're going to sit in that, like, place of wondering, why not wonder for the best and feel good? Because either way, if you feel bad, you're going to feel it twice if it's bad. If you feel good and then it's bad, at least you felt good once out of the two mm-hmm. times. And if you feel good and then it's good, then it's double good. So like, <laughs> you may as well just feel good about so, it. So Yeah, may as well just feel good. <laughs> I think the manifesting powers within that, it attracts like-minded people. And that is probably one of the most rewarding thing I think comes from telling yourself these good stories. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to be friends with somebody who's a Debbie Downer all the time, who is always, you know, bringing in the negative. So why do you let yourself be one? And I think we forget that there's a connection there between who we view as our friends and who we view as, you know, your core of being, Mm -hmm. essentially. Well, that can happen beyond just friends. It can happen like you go into a job and all of a sudden all your coworkers are really negative or there's a lot of drama and it's like, okay, what am I doing that's attracting this? Or what am I here to learn from this? Or maybe it's not work, maybe it's your family and there's a lot of stress in your family and it's sort of like, okay, how can I remove this stress from the situation even if I can't change these people? Mm -hmm. And how can I then hopefully manifest? Like Callie had a family reunion and she was meditating. That was her plan she had family members join her in on that which I think is amazing yeah or like I'll be with my uh, mom and grandma and they'll do yoga with me and that's amazing so it's like certain family members might start joining in yeah and then all of a sudden you're you're kind of leading by example in a sense I agree when you're with that being the person to like attract good things or manifest good things people see that and they're like oh what is she doing? Like, what's making her so happy? Mm-hmm. What's making her skin oh, glow? Yeah. Like, I'm so happy that I have a family who wants to come into those situations with yeah. me and be open be to learning. Mm-hmm. And and one of my cousins who tried, she's like, oh, I've never meditated before. Yeah, sure, let's do it. I'm like, I'm so grateful. And that's kind of the example of the stories that we tell ourselves in that situation. If you find yourself in an uncomfortable family situation, taking a deep breath and saying... I'm really happy that I have a family who loves being together and who who loves traveling together, who comes from other sides of the country just to see each other for five days. Mm-hmm. And just being grateful, I feel like, is one of the most powerful tools that we have in our little soul toolbox. Definitely. Gratitude. Attitude of gratitude. I am in a little bit of a different I don't want to say phase or section of my life than Mara and Cal, but I've been in their situation as well. So Mm -hmm. I love hearing their stories and how they've handled it because it's definitely hard to go through a lot of changes. And at the age when you're figuring out what you want to do for your career and like figuring out who your friends are and figuring out just how to adult more, it's like I totally understand and feel like I connect to that time in your guys' lives. 
for me, it's been more um, consistent. There's not like a ton of changes that are like as I would say intense as what Callie and Mar are experiencing right now. But obviously change comes in all forms and little ways and big ways all throughout your life and it'll ebb and flow and I'm hoping to have bigger change by moving across the country again someday. And um, I guess I can relate to everything you guys have said and I think for me it's just been more about um, kind of sitting in the space that I've been in but then continuing to grow in that space. So I'm kind of in, I would say... A space of my life where there's a lot of unfinished things that I'm finishing as far as like school goes and growing my business goes and different things with my mental health and spiritual health and all that and so I'm getting in closer to a point where I'm reaching that ultimate goal of my career and um, the space in life that I want to be in so I feel like a lot of changes have been happening, but they've been a little bit easier for me to handle than, say, in the past or when I was going through, like, moving changes. Um, so I haven't had a lot of turmoil other than just stuff I've already been through in my life past. So this mm-hmm. summer has been just, like, that continuation of growth and then me kind of finding more and more in depth about what I need to do with myself mm-hmm. to kind of move towards my fears, conquer Mm -hmm. my fears, and things like that. Do you think that's because, perhaps, you've had a couple more years of experience creating that natural, positive mindset around those things? Like, the stories that you tell yourself are automatically going towards the more positive side? Yeah. You don't have to fix it in the moment? I definitely still am a big storyteller. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My imagination likes to fill my head. Let me tell you. But I do think just because I had a lot of anxiety growing up, a big thing my mom would always talk to me about was, you know, positive thinking, right? So definitely have been doing that and working on that and reading and studying that and seeking mentorship from that, Um, just doing everything I can to kind of stay on track in that way, which is kind of what we talked about in the beginning, like having that routine of that every single day, it's creating that routine and that habit. So yeah, I think I'm now in that habit and that's that routine yeah but I can say when I get thrown off of that I'm still like more fragile and I think we should be able to get to a point where if we are thrown off our routine we can still feel strong and still feel definitely confident For and not sure. feel so thrown yeah. off whereas when I do get thrown off I do still get a little bit and those are the moments when my stories will come strong mm-hmm. is if I got thrown off of my routine or I'm, I'm a little extra tired or something's just kind of I didn't get to do my meditation or I, you know, family stuff is going on. Those are moments that I might kind of go more inward. But then what I've also done more and more throughout my life is I stay inward longer Mm -hmm. and process before then I'm sharing that. So I'm not necessarily in the presence of people saying, oh, this has been hard for me and I'm going through this and I'm struggling with this because I'm just kind of yeah coping with it mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. positive talk I, I know like I can get myself through like it because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't really talk about a lot of things I, I process a lot of things yeah. by myself before yes. I, I was just talking about this mm-hmm. and there's like very few people who hear things stream of consciousness from me yeah because I really like to be on it <laughs> and I like well, to know like how to, I feel about certain yeah things. we like to analyze ourselves before we then go commit to that yeah. emotion because as soon as you put it out like you've committed to that's how you feel yeah I do wonder if that's a being an empath like thing to do though yeah, is almost we don't, we don't put it on someone yes else. and yeah. that's why we 
take the time to process it and kind of almost pick and choose what is worth like talking to like someone yeah. about and there's a and balance worth with that saying, like you yeah. do need to lean on your friends yeah. you do need to like oh, utilize yeah. each other but yeah. also the more you can get through things on your own the stronger you do become internally which is really all that matters so something I was going to say earlier when the girls were talking were like um a couple pieces of advice that I've been working on for myself is like as soon as you cannot worry about what anyone else is thinking about your goals and dreams and desires, you can manifest them more fully. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've manifested this life. My grandma was just telling me the other day, grandma, if you're listening, hi. She was like, I love how you're just a free spirit. And she kind of just laughed at me because <laughs> not like she's making fun of me. She's being genuine, but I'm manifesting stuff that like, say the rest of my family would never even really imagine like being mm-hmm. an entrepreneur and being covered in tattoos, <laughs> like just very like different things moving to a different state not many people in my family have done that before and so I've had to get into a position of like not worrying about what they're thinking about me or not worrying about their judgments on me because that's going to like cut into my manifestation energy and I think that's a big thing to maybe take away too is try to focus less on what other people are wanting from you or wanting for your goals or wanting for your future and focus more on what you want. I think you two are both a great example of that. You're going through that right now. And I had to make that tough choice too of like, this might not be everyone's favorite decision. Mm -hmm. Not the crowd pleaser to get a sleeve on my arm, (laughs) not the crowd pleaser to start my own business, but I know I can do it. I know that this will fit me. This will make me feel good. This is going to be my soul's journey. Mm -hmm. I can't, compare that to anyone else's soul's journey and so yeah my summer has been a lot of just going deeper within kind of in somewhat more of a grounded and stable position I have my apartment you know I'm not really super mobile all the time so I have that routine Mm -hmm. Um, but I've been in your guys' shoes and I definitely think you've handled it a Mm -hmm. lot better than I have because I I do tend to get a little flustered when I'm thrown out of my routine (laughs) but that's like something I realized this summer was that I love my routine and not having that. And I felt like I was always with somebody. Yeah. I never had alone time. And the thing I was realizing six months before I moved was that I thrived in, in my alone time because I know that when I'm by myself, I can grow exponentially. Like I can, I, I'm not like a lazy person when I'm by myself. I'm like, what can I do to grow? What can I read? What can I be doing? Can I be doing yoga? Can I be doing like journals? What can I be doing to really manifest my best future? And so being thrown off of that routine really made me miss it. The other power of the stories that we tell ourselves is how to regain our position on our path when we've been thrown off of it. And so instead of saying like, in the beginning of the day, for some reason, you didn't get to meditate, you didn't get to do this. And a lot of people, I noticed, I've, I've become more of an observer in the past three months, I feel like. And do I you think, think that's just because of like the chapter of life you're in right now? Definitely. And I think it's because um, I'm just kind of watching what everyone else mm-hmm. is doing because this summer I felt like I just got to take a pause and look around because I haven't moved yet, I haven't started my business, yeah. I haven't started my my teacher training program yet, I'm kind of just at this, like, I'm ready to go, but I have to wait just because time says I have to. And I know that that's a healthy thing. I know that that's a good thing. I want that, which is another story that I tell myself. I tell myself that I want that and that I deserve to take a break because I know once I hit the ground running, I don't stop. And 
I think it's really easy for us, A, to be the victim of our own story, and B, to want to, I don't know, stick to that negative emotion. Yeah. It also is, for the time being, it's okay to have a bad day because you do have to have them in order to experience, like, the difference in how that feels. So, for instance, like, last week on Monday, I was just, like, really tired and crabby, and I just kind of, like, the whole day was, like, internally kind of just, like, frustrated and flustered, Mm -hmm. and I did my absolute best because I was at work not to, like, put that energy on anyone else. I, like, said a little mantra at work, like, this Mm -hmm. energy is mine. It's not for this professional environment. I'm going to, like, harvest it in this box because I know I need to feel it but I'm not going to project it onto anyone else. And so internally, I was struggling. Externally, people probably wouldn't have known. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's okay to hide that. But then when I got home, I had built up energy. I was dropping things. I was being clumsy. It was like I was was carrying this like un- uncomfortable energy and it was creating all these other, you know, ripple effects. And then eventually I got so frustrated that I let myself like break down and cry. And then I had a really good cry and then I was just like, I can breathe again. Like I just, all of a sudden I could breathe again. You have to release it. Mm -hmm. And so I also think there's value in like just allowing yourself. But my thing now is like, if it's that heightened, like I'm frustrated, give yourself a day, one day. Yeah. Not a week, not two weeks, just one day. And then you got to brush it off because there are times where you're going to just have like a shit day. Yeah. And then eventually you figure (laughs) out you don't want to have shit days anymore. Mm -hmm. And then you're like... I'm not going to have any more shit days. And then you make up your mind about the fact that you're not going to have them anymore. And that's the power of the mind because I have a lot less shit days than I used to because I've learned from my shit days. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She could still be having shit days, but we wouldn't know. And she wouldn't know because she's choosing not to have her shit days. No, but I completely feel that. And I think a big thing I think is that people like to feel in extremes and so more often than not, it's easier to choose a negative feeling that you're like, oh, I own this. Yep, I want to be angry because then I can say I'm mad and, you know, but I, think it's, I think it's bullshit. But that's, but, hey, I just want to say something real quick. That's not like a judgment zone for people. No. It's based off what they were taught in their childhood. So like you feeling anger as your first resort is a learned trait that if you're aware enough, you can reverse. But if you're living through it and you realize, oh, I'm angry because of this. It's not always, like, because you're the bad person or you're choosing to be angry. It's Mm -hmm. something that you've been taught or it's tucked away in your subconscious. And that's a moment for us to open our eyes and be like, okay, why am I angry? Mm -hmm. Analyze that anger. Sit in that anger. Figure out why it's there. And then you can heal from it rather than being, like, judging and being like, oh, why are you angry? You know what? There's going to be a lot of peaks and valleys in our lives. Always. And you can acknowledge and appreciate that both of them happen in balance and in harmony, but... Equanimity. Yeah. That's what... I love that. That's what we... We talked about that a lot in, in the yoga program I was in. Equanimity of, like, just ebb and flow, basically. A balance yeah. of good and bad. That's literally what we need. Yeah. The balance of, you know, male and female, feminine energy and masculine energy. It just goes back to, yeah, you don't... You don't you're not going to be positive 100% of the time. You get to have your bad thoughts... They come naturally just as much as positive thoughts, yeah. but it's our job to find a way to almost modify them. Yeah, and know that pain into is something, temporary. Yeah, into something that can be helpful for our growth. Mm-hmm. Pain is temporary. Yeah, and there is something, there is a thing, it's a term out there that is called po- uh, 
toxic positivity as well. Oh, yeah. Because what you can do is just brush everything under the rug and put a smile on. And that's Mm -hmm. not what I'm saying by, like, you know, I'm not showing it to people at work and I'm just going to sit in it by myself. Mm -hmm. It's not because I'm trying to just, like, fake it till I make it even. It's more just because, you know, I'm not going to sit and say, oh, I'm sad today, I'm the victim of this situation, and then have people, you know, give me advice like, oh, you're going to be okay, or you'll get through it, you'll be just fine. Those are kind of like toxic positivity statements because in that moment, of course, hopefully you know you're going to be okay and you're going to be fine, but you need to be validated. And that's why for me it's easier to go internal and not necessarily seek external help when I'm feeling like I'm having a hard time because I have practiced validating my own emotions and feelings, even though I still judge myself sometimes for having them. We all do. But when I, when I validate, like, hey, this is okay that you feel this way, it's not something that you're, like, attempting to do to hurt someone else. But then if you can get through that within yourself, think of, like, the life you can create around you because then you're not reacting to every little thing. You're not that person that people have to... It, tiptoe and walk around on eggshells with and you're not feeling like distant energy from people because you're able to control your energy and then you're able to control what you're putting out to other people because it is completely it's a little bit selfish if I might say (laughs) to expel your negative energy onto people without analyzing yourself first get right with how you're feeling Get right. right with it. Go inside, man. You have to go inside, though. Otherwise, you whether you like it or not, it will deflect onto other people who are around you. And you sometimes project all your insecurities and negative thoughts. And it's on the worst feeling when you leave a leave, leave a conversation, and you feel like, why did I say that to them? Like they didn't deserve that. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type of person. That is when you need to check yourself and be like, what are the stories that I'm telling myself? Am I letting myself sit in this anger just so I can be sitting in something? Mm -hmm. Or do I have to look inward and really ask myself the tough questions? And newsflash, most people don't ask themselves the tough questions. Just like to blame it on other people. Mm -hmm. But I've been there and that's why we know. I I mean, we've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Yeah we can come out of and it. Speaking on toxic positivity with Andy's situation, how she was saying, yeah, she was keeping it more inward while she was at work, but the difference between just kind of storing it in the back of your mind and pretending like everything's fine and going on with your day is that when she came home, she was like, okay, like we need to unbox this thing mm-hmm. a little bit. Let's let's look at this. Let's feel this. Let's, you know, yeah, your literal you got body cry, was cry, like, okay, you're holding something in. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. release. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and she's not keeping it stored away. Yeah. And I think that's part of like our journey too, everyone's journey is like, when is the right time and place to go through emotions? Because we all have them. We all have weird stuff from our past, weird traumas. Our soul's journey has been very long for some of us, shorter for others. There's so many things that have accumulated over time that it's like, you're going to have things to heal from in this lifetime. And if you just go into the world knowing that, then it's a lot easier to be like, okay, I'm angry, analyze myself mm-hmm. instead of, you know, what's this person doing? Or I'm going to snap at this person. Yeah. It's like, why am I feeling this way? Yeah. Why, why, <laughs> if why? If you feel something, it's yeah. you. It's not them. No, mm-hmm. it's never. And and that's the only thing you can control. Because, like, yeah. this is something I learned recently is, like, you can ask why about everything else in the world, 
and still never have control over it. Like if someone doesn't want to be your friend, why? 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 You can search your whole life for that why, but you might not ever understand why they feel that way. But what you can understand is why you need them to be your friend. Why within you do you need that? You can figure that out by like getting to know yourself, getting to understand what you look for in friends. Mm -hmm. Is this someone that I really actually need in my life or do I just think I do because of A, B, C, D, and E? That's under your control. Knowing what kind of friend you want to be in that situation. Well, right, and then putting that out to the world to hopefully attract those types of friends again. But when you're constantly analyzing others, you're just not leaving any energy to analyze yourself. And yeah, I come from a lifetime of caring what people are thinking or worrying or people-pleasing. And kind of getting myself out of that has been a journey of its own. Mm -hmm. And then working with clients every day that have certain expectations of you and maybe what your personality is going to be like based off what your profile on Instagram looks like or what your <laughs> website looks like. and yeah. Or maybe they want a certain type of, you know, relationship with you that you're not willing to give because it's professional versus personal. And those are all things that if you can get right within your own energy, you can tell yourself, like, I'm even keeled. I have positive energy. I'm giving everyone positive energy, but I'm setting capable. boundaries. I yeah. deserve I deserve positive friendships and relationships. Yeah. I deserve to network with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. I deserve to let myself feel happy. I'm going to attract clients that vibe with the vibe mm-hmm. I'm giving. Like all of that stuff is super That's, important. And, and so then when you do fully love yourself, which we all are still working on, but we're on our way. Always. But when you do get there, the goal for all, our goal in even doing this podcast to manifest for you guys too the goal is then you don't need anyone else to approve because you already do and okay so this is something that goes back to my manifestation of confidence in myself when I'm very confident in myself dealing with my own emotions taking me as the only priority I'm attracting so many people and so many activities or events coming my way that I want to be a part Mm -hmm. of like with yoga and stuff specifically like I'm attracted I attract all of that and then much faster right much faster it comes in like huge like clumps almost (laughs) or it's just like like you just like meet all these people it's powerful yeah and it's all manifestation delivery service yes but seriously like it's all because I decided to not care about what anyone makes me feel like and just control how I see myself. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the benefits from that have just been, like, outstanding. Like, it's crazy. It's like Amazon Prime for your emotions. It is. All of these. And your goals. All of these delivery yeah, metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hashtag. It's like a drive-through just delivery like my, just like my for Amazon your emotion Prime. package. <laughs> Emotions just it's come like out the food door. dudes, <laughs> but, <laughs> but for, for your, your emotions and for your goals <laughs> and for your dreams. They're Uber Eats. <laughs> yeah, but basically, what we're saying is that you know all of us deserve like to have the life that we want, and if you want that to come to your front door yeah. through whatever delivery service, yeah, whatever you, you have to manifest that for yourself, and know that you're the only person who has that power. And if you're wondering why something isn't in your life, take a, take a look inward yeah. and know that it's hard, but know that, you know, we're still working on that journey and nobody is, you know, fully 
It's lifelong, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. It totally is. That's, yeah. No one's fully evolved. I think no. that's what I was trying to say. We're humans. Well, we have just a little bit of time left with you guys. Do you have anything left that you want to add? I feel like we touched on so much. I feel like it's probably a, we hopped around a little bit, but that's but always I, that's I what we do. It's, it's continuous. I like it. Yeah. yeah, but questions based off this episode, we could elaborate further. We just, of course, want to hear what you guys have to say, and we want to hear what you think and what you're feeling. And having your like collaboration with us in yeah. a sense like keeps us motivated to keep putting yeah. these out. Yeah. And if there's something from this you disagree with, please. Like, yeah. I love to learn. I'm open-minded to growing. And I we know, would love to talk about that on Yeah, there's so, so many people out there that know way more than me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to learn from you. So. We're all students and we're all teachers. I think yeah. as one of the last things that I want to mention is kind of just like a call to action where, yes, you know, after you get done listening listening to this podcast, look at one thing in your life and ask yourself how you really feel about it and... Maybe even if it's something with your emotions, something in your career, something in a relationship, look at it and ask if it's supporting your goals and who you want to be and who you define or what you define in in your life. Mm -hmm. And then if there's something that's not aligning, work on getting rid of that. Changing that mindset. And yeah, improve it. Yeah. Grow from it. Be really passionate about changing the things that are hurting you because you don't deserve that Mm -mm. you don't deserve that yeah controlling those negative thoughts kind of going with what cal is saying another activity that i actually read in a book um i don't think it was the power of now unfortunately i can't plug (laughs) that i think it was a different book i can't remember which one so close um so close so close but it said to every time because i think a lot of times our negative thoughts we project on, like we said, with other people, so how we judge other people and how we judge our daily lives and everything, to literally write down every single time you judge someone or judge something, whether it's, like, for me, like, when I see someone drink out of a plastic cup with a straw, like, I'm, like, there's a part of me who's, like, oh, you know, they're not being sustainable, like, stuff, like, little stuff like that, write that down, see what you're judging, and see how you can change that mindset and write down I really like that I did it for like a week and it's first of all it's hard because you realize or you realize how many times you judge things mm-hmm. that do not matter and then also to change that mindset it it's challenging but it's it's so amazing to practice that thing yes. question yourself yes. ask yourself and questions. then see how you can change that thought yeah because I feel like if you're insecure about something that's that's a whole story that you're telling yourself yeah and you need to look at that story and you need to change some of the words because we all deserve a little bit more love. Yeah. And we can give Always. that to ourselves. And we're going to leave you on that. Yes. Oh, we love you. We love you. We're so happy for this first yes. episode back. Hopefully it won't be so crazy long and you'll all want to listen to it because you miss us so much. But Hopefully. let us know that you're listening because that is amazing to us. We're so grateful. We it's so motivating. when you guys talk to us. Follow us on Instagram at Soul Woman Podcast. Rate us on iTunes. Do all the great things because yes. we want to be able to just continue this. Yes. And, and if you feel more comfortable comfortable reaching out on our personal instas yeah, too yeah, totally do that too we, we love it we any just any way just any media let us know what you we need. love all of you yeah. thank you Bye. thanks for listening talk Bye. to you soon definitely attitude of gratitude death 
Happy!